2: tell you it was very interesting because I said wow what a great victory but then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely when it was at 7 but now I just walked up and it's at 14 but but she ran up when it was 7 and you know we have to do what's good for our party and she was up and I said wow she's doing uh, like a speech like she won she didn't win she lost and you know Last, last week, we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. And I looked around. I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third.
3: That's true, Mr. President. And it's true. You won New Hampshire. You won Iowa and New Hampshire. The first non-incumbent Republican didn't know this stat. First non-incumbent Republican to do that ever. Impressive stuff. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. And you win by 11. Wait, 11? Trump, 54.6%. Haley, 43.2%. 91% of the district's reporting. DeSantis got 2,000 votes, by the way. Just, it's here. I was sharing it with you. The spread was 19.3. The Boston Globe-Suffolk poll had Trump at 60. The Insider Advantage poll had Trump at 62. The Trafalgar Group, which leans right, had Trump at 58. What were these polls? We discussed Iowa. Had him at 52.5. He wins by 51%. He got 54.6% of the vote to the average it's it's nearly dead on to the last three polls it's an underperform emerson that polling group had him at 53 the washington post a mammoth poll had him at 52 there were some accurate polls the last three were not what's interesting Take, we said we would look at the numbers. Is that Haley, to the last one, two, three, four, five, six polls, overperformed? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's going to be the same issue in South Carolina. It'll be the same issue into Super Tuesday. She's in a very, very consistent second. Tell yourself that. If you ask me, when it comes to uh, policy style, I would be for Trump over Haley. It's not e- really a question for me. I think that there are a fair amount of, of, of real policy screw ups that Haley has gotten into. With Trump, it's all personal stuff, and I don't, I don't work in in, in that world if I'm the Trump team I'm not paying any attention to Nikki Haley which doesn't explain Trump post this victory he's supposed to take the victory take the victory and campaign hard in South Carolina and just keep going and there was some serious campaigning that took place in New Hampshire oh there was some campaigning done by that team but I said I would look at the spread I said I would take a look at overperforming and underperforming. Trump performed based on polling exactly where he should in terms of the real clear politics average. It was the, the last three polls being as wrong as wrong could be in terms of uh, pushing him even higher. But Haley overperformed. That doesn't make any sense to me. That would be an argument that DeSantis voters went for Nikki Haley. As a matter of sheer mathematics. I don't know what I'm looking at here, but I'm going to discuss it with you. We're going to see if I can't uh, suss some of this out. Tony Katz, 93,
0: WIBC. Good morning. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kisimta Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kisimta and check out the details at kisimta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
3: Don't you The rejected. The ceasefire. I was actually just putting a post out about it uh, right now. Maybe it has something to do with their hatred for Israel and Jews. And there we go. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Hamas got offered a two-month ceasefire. Let us get all of these hostages. Aid will come in to Gaza. We'll take the women, the children will take uh, the 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 men over sixty, and then uh, those who are members of the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces. That was the that was the offer. Hamas said no. Hamas rejected the ceasefire. How does NBC News put it? Hostage talks continue as Israel rejects Hamas' demand for full IDF withdrawal and a permanent ceasefire. Permanent ceasefire, which they never engage in. The last ceasefire was just a few days Hamas did not honor. But you got to love how NBC puts it. Taking the side of the terrorists. Hamas rejected a two-month offer. Where is the left to scream at Hamas? Why aren't you engaged in a ceasefire? Where are the college students? Hey, IU, I'm talking to you. Where are you to protest against Hamas? Where is the squad to demand Hamas stop the killing? And then you heard me say it. Maybe it has something to do with their hatred for Israel and Jews. Oh, come on, Indianapolis. Come on, Jew haters of, of, of Indy. Genocide screamers of, of, of Indy supported by communist Jesse Brown. Where, where's the demand from, for, for Hamas to, to stop? Nowhere. Yeah, we, we see you. We see, we see you. We get what you are. Just a, a worthy note right there. Second worthy note of the day. Anthony Fauci should be in jail. I think we have a story about that. I think you find it at WIBC.com. Uh, producer Carl posted it. The story goes that as we have seen when it comes to COVID and the Wuhan lab, that, of course, gain-of-function research was being worked on, which is about the mutation of viruses. Of course, they were working on bat viruses, uh, viruses uh, from bats, and it's clear, based on what we have right now, but certainly nobody is saying we've pinpointed exactly have it 100% proof because China does not help in investigations because the Communist Chinese Party lies and lies often. And when I say often, I mean all the time this it was a lab leak this wasn't some wet market this wasn't some jump the data keeps pushing us in a direction and I'm saying it was a lab leak it wasn't purposeful to unleash upon the world but once it leaked China did everything not to tell the world buying up the PPE the personal protective uh, protection equipment and then reselling it to the world and didn't care who got sick because they're communists, and by definition they're awful, and by ideology they're murderers. The facts are the facts. The numbers are clear. If if you want to now go out there and explain to me why Stalin was just misunderstood, you go right ahead. <laughs> if that's the guy, if that's the guy you need to be to sleep at night, sure. You you, you do that. The story is that through Dr. Anthony Fauci and a group called EcoHealth Alliance, funding got to the Wuhan lab. We know this. And as much as Anthony Fauci tried to deny it, there is no denying the money trail. We know that six feet of separation was a myth and a lie and a fraud, and you kept husbands from saying their final goodbyes to their wives because of this nonsense COVID insanity. A lot of people who should just burn for that one. The story now is that there's a 2018 grant proposal. There are documents. They were obtained, the reporting by National Review, Haley Strack. They were obtained by a watchdog group called U.S. Right to Know. It was a freedom of information request. These documents show that an American virologist working with the Wuhan lab was planning to engineer a virus that resembled SARS-CoV-2, which is COVID-19, as a part of a U.S.-China research collaboration that was called Diffuse. They were working a year before. Remember, we we, we forget, because COVID is, is... for us, still recent uh, of a conversation. This was 2019 when things started to break in, in China, 2020. 2020, when I first got back from CPAC and one person, had, the Conservative Political Action Conference in D.C., one person had COVID and uh, WIBC told me, hey, why don't you work from home for a week? And I never went back. It's It's been, so that was 2020. Wait, that was 2020? Yeah, it's been four years? Yeah. <laughs> So we we forget the timing sometimes. A year before that, they were working. There were scientists working on these manipulations. And the research project was led by Eco Health Alliance. What exactly do we have our scientists doing? Why do we have them doing it? And who thought it was a good idea to trust China? Well, this is how you know what they're doing. Dear Lord, you know what they're doing. You help them manipulate viruses to become, what, possibly more uh, adept at working within the, the, the human, quote unquote, community? Everywhere you turn, these people are Twisted. Economic Forum came to an end in Davos, and it should come to an end permanently because it's just a big, hot mess. It's the elitists of the world trying to tell us how to lead better lives, and then, of course, trying to figure out how much sex trafficking they can bring uh, to the area because, man, being an elitist means you really need your hookers bad. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. For the record... I have always been, and I continue to be okay with legalized prostitution. If a grown woman, or anybody else, grown, that would be, man, that would be the only other else, of their own free will, of their own volition, uh, volition, without any coercion, wants to engage in contract with another human being for X, Y, or Z, I don't know where I am to stop them. But that would be not to deny that sex trafficking happens, happens at large-scale events. We always get notifications about it, things to be on the lookout for when we have large-scale events in Indianapolis, not because Indianapolis is a bad place, because these things do happen. Well, the elitists who want to tell you how to live your life, they've got no problem just importing uh, their their good times. And with these guys I mean, these are the kinds of people who hang out with Jeffrey Epstein. Not my fault, their fault. Uh, We should be checking, double-checking, and rechecking. At the event, they actually made the argument, amongst many insane arguments, that drinking coffee is an issue.
4: Basically, the coffee that we all drink um, emits between 15 and 20 ton of CO2 per ton of coffee. So we should all know that this is every time we drink coffee, we are basically putting CO2 into the atmosphere.
3: I'm fine with that. Hold on a second. I I have to take a sip here. Excuse me, everybody. Just. Ah, that was my ASMR moment. These people don't want you to have morning coffee. These people are nuts. They're deranged. Deranged. They don't want you to have coffee. So, I, I guess uh, I'm on the, the hunt. I'm on the search for, uh, for a way to uh, combat this. I'm going to need a song.
5: Cooking a steak, wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate. Cooking a steak, for goodness sake, will you please be my mate? And come and cook a steak. Steak.
3: They don't want you to eat meat on a Monday. Now they don't want you to drink coffee. Can we get an amen that these people are the enemy? Could I get an amen? Hey, Carl, could I, could I get an amen? Just a, just a little one? Just a small? No? Okay. We have to do something. So, we will. That's coming very, very soon. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC.
0: Good morning. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kisimta and check out the details at kisimta.com Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Good
3: morning. So what's a good website name? coffeeandindy.com? Coffee and Indy. Indycoffee.com? Ooh, well, it's simple, you can remember it, but
6: it's something a little more flair, catchy. Um,
3: I don't know. What would be more catchy than coffeeandindy.com? Circle City Coffee? No. No, but that's if you're opening a coffee shop. I just want to highlight.
6: Oh, coffee. you just want to highlight coffee. Mm, uh, coffee, and yeah. I, I, I'm,
3: it, it, it's it's us or the people who want to take away coffee. So I, I'm I'm voting for
6: us. Oh, I totally vote for us. Um, da, 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 coffee and cannabis.
3: No, that's a that's a that's a that's a shop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was a great idea. And you know they don't cancel each other out. <laughs> That's not how. Hard, <laughs> that's not even science. That's like Anthony Fauci science. That's not real science. It depends on what you're buying. I guess.
6: I guess. Coffee and indie. Yeah. Coffee and indie. Yeah, I just I, coffee i, I n. Coffee i n in big case and then d y in lowercase. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no,
3: I, I think I don't think that's available. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, because that would just be coffee indie.
6: And that's 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 unavailable. I'm uh, stealing from Matt in traffic. I have, I have a capital I in in Matt in traffic. Coffee in traffic. Coffee in traffic. dot com. <laughs> Do that. Beautiful. All right. Uh, uh, your
3: your your thoughts on the uh, on the on the X. Um, I can't I can't I can't work with these uh, insane people who want to take away coffee. We support your local coffee roaster. Do it immediately. Friends don't let friends drink Starbucks. This is the way it works. indie coffee list that might not be bad indie coffee list Tony Katz 93 WIBC good morning I'll get to the coffee stuff in the next hour so there was a video that circulated of a grown man who had crossed the southern border not thankful to be in America not happy to be here but an arrogant, tough guy, jerk of a human being, who said this.
4: If you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am.
3: Soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. Well, there's been conversation about who this is. You tell somebody you're not smart enough to know who I am, uh, they'll, they'll start searching for you. It's how things work. It is believed that this guy is a uh, leader of the Islamic Party of Azerbaijan. A guy who spent 12 years in prison. That's the, the, the latest possibility. Mavsum Samadov, 12 years for arms trafficking and terrorism. There are photos. You could say it looks a lot like him. The conversation before us is what is the possible argument that somehow the border is safe, that somehow this is secure, that somehow everything is just fine. It's not just fine. Why don't we say so? What does the progressive left gain? What is the plus? What is the victory? What is the win for saying that everything's fine and secure? What's the win? You you take a look at this guy, you listen to this video. If you are smart enough you would know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're gonna know who I am. Barry. What's the argument? For saying that's exactly who we want in the United States. Once you come to the conclusion that there's no argument that's remotely rational. That the only argument that can exist leads to the path of we're very interested in destroying the country. That the people who are fine with the status quo are filled with a rage and a hate you cannot quantify. But it can only be described as a rage and a hate. What else could it possibly be? There comes a moment where you must look in the mirror and ask yourself, what is this? What is this? What possible argument could the squad or Andre Carson or Joe Biden or Grin John Pierre actually make? What argument does the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas have? This is who crossed into the country. And here's what we believe we know. We gonna pretend this isn't happening? Or is this gonna be one of those ridiculous missions where you give the guns to the Mexican cartels in Texas, you let them travel across to Mexico uh, because you wanna track the guns and then you lose sight of them. Was Was that Operation Fast and Furious? Is that what that was? That debacle? Guns that are then used by the cartels to murder Americans and others? You're going to track him and see what he does next. All of a sudden, this guy is nothing more than a Chinese weather balloon. Reality is right in front of your face. No rational person looks at this and says, yeah, that's a guy who should be in America. That's a guy who just wants a better life. No one. So the people who are doing that What are they actually after? And when you realize it's not what you're actually after, and when you realize it cannot be good for your kids, what will you do about it? And you understand I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to liberal white women. Because liberal white women are terrible. And they will somehow believe that if they want a secure border, that they're guilty. You're not guilty.
0: Having a secure border...
3: Bringing back happy hour. Just me, huh? Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I I must have known that we didn't have happy hour in the state of India. When I read the story, I'm like, we don't have happy hour? House Bill 1086, out of committee. Committee on Public Policy. It was a 12-1 vote. There's worries that happy hour will help. Uh, promote alcohol consumption <laughs> responsibly. You're adults. I'm sorry, I don't need the nanny state. Thank you. Be rational people. End of list. Uh, authored uh, by uh, Jake uh, Teshka. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. It allows for the return of happy hour, which is a fixed set of time. Uh, where bars or restaurants offer discounted alcoholic drink specials. Banned since 1985. We are one of eight states that prohibit it. I don't actually care what other states do. I care what 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 we do, and, and I would be in favor of returning happy hour. Now, there's been a, a bunch of, of talk about some things that have gone through where we're going to need some clarification. And one of them, producer Carl, uh, we give producer Carl a lot of work to do. And that's because it keeps him off the streets. And that's very important for all of us. There is a piece of legislation moving through the general assembly regarding wetlands and the changing of some classifications from class three to class two, which would allow for more development in certain areas. Now, that is uh, the, the the left, the Indiana Democratic Party, and others have been screaming about this for the past twenty four hours. Before we dig in and say, "Well, if they don't like it, it must be good," <laughs> I'd like to know what the, the 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 basis is here. I'd like to know the story. So I'm not sure which member of the General Assembly has put this forward. I'm not sure it, its purpose. If we could get the data on that one, I'm I'm curious. Because you don't often think of Indiana and wetlands. That's first and, and foremost. Secondly, how were they classified to begin with, and how are they being classified now? Is it a conversation of overregulation and overclassification, which happens so often? It's possible that people are bringing up a, hey, wait a second, I don't think I don't think we really gained from this. We've got a lot of empty land. We don't necessarily need to do this. Or is it you've created undue regulations that don't actually help anything that are much more about your ideology than reality? I'd like to know the difference, please. That would be great. And yes, Trump wins in New Hampshire. And yes, Nikki Haley overperformed. Well, Tony, that's because the Democrats, they they switched parties and they voted. Can we discuss this theory just for a moment? Just for one moment, can we discuss what it is we're saying because uh, just just like the wetlands or the wetlands, I have uh, I have questions. I have many, many, many questions. Tony Katz, that's me by the way. what's up everybody? 93 WIBC. Good morning. Been a lot of talk over the last few days about the blue line, the purple line, the red line, and of course the nonsense of this bus talk. And there was a bill put forward by Senator Aaron Freeman uh, there in the uh, General Assembly that would put a pause on dedicated bus lanes. It would say maybe we shouldn't have dedicated bus lanes. Maybe we should put an end to this idea. Uh, Roads are for cars. You're limiting the amount of cars on the road. You're hurting traffic patterns. Therefore, you're hurting businesses. You're hurting the flow. We shouldn't be doing this. The other side has let the cat out of the bag that this was never about buses. It was never about transportation. In large majority, in a large uh, amount of their theory, as they have posted themselves... This is solely about getting cars off the road. If you take a look at um, what they consider traffic calming, if you take a look at Vision Zero, this is where it is. This is where it's at. So much so that when business owners said, we support this conversation about stopping uh, the the, the blue line or or allowing cars to be in, in these lanes, you had elected officials like Jesse Brown, city county councilor, communist, oh, Democratic socialist. same difference. Really go, in my view, go after these businesses. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. An elected official did this. Your move, Indiana Democratic Party, you're the ones who supported him. Vop Bosley, president of the council, you wrote him a check. This this is who you guys are? The Republicans on the council don't have a word about this? I, I'm not saying that the guy's got a different view. He thinks the blue line's a good idea. Well, you're allowed to think something's a good idea even when it's not. To call out businesses by name? Whatever. he's now uh, wants to go after Senator Aaron Freeman. Go ahead. Go after a politician. People are going after you in terms of trying to get you out of office. It's, it's the way the world works. Doesn't, doesn't move me, bother me uh, in, in, in any which way. These bus lines were never about the buses. They were about changing how we maneuver. They did this in Carmel. You can speak well of former Mayor Brainerd now until the end of time. Reducing things like range line to one lane was a ridiculous nonsense idea and Mayor Sue Finkham should move it back to two lanes. You think we need those planters? We don't. I'm not anti-bicycle. But being anti-car isn't a, a valuable commodity. It's nonsense. Mobility matters. And these people want to limit mobility. Their plan will give you central planning. Their point A to their point B. Their plan is a bad plan. It doesn't engage ideas of freedom. It doesn't engage ideas of growth. You now have to plan your business and your life based on where they want you to travel. Otherwise, your life becomes more difficult. And every maneuver is to make your life more difficult because you'll say, all right, I'll use a car, but getting down the road is more difficult. And they squeeze you in. They talk about measures like speed bumps. We have to slow people down because slowing people down saves lives. They never question whether or not those speed bumps, which ambulances go over, cost lives or fire trucks. We had this conversation regarding what happens when you put in these bus lanes in the middle of the road and you've got these concrete barriers. Uh, there was a former city county counselor uh, who, who chastised me. Oh, they're rubber. They're not concrete. And you don't know what you're talking. Are, are, are they rubber today? Never mind the fact that the buses didn't work. And you said they would. Uh, they, they, they don't seem to be rubber. They seem to be concrete. Making it harder for people to make the left. If they need to get to the other side, certainly preventing cars from doing it, making it harder on on those emergency vehicles. There's a conversation here. And remember, there are no solutions, there are only trade offs. Are you saying we're trading off the life of this person for the life of that person? Well, that's a weird thing to do. But the idea that we want to limit mobility is something we should be vehemently opposed to. Business owners got rocked when they questioned uh, the blue line and supported the idea of, of saying whoa up and, and taking some time and and thinking about the idea of not just having dedicated bus lanes. Were they threatened? I can't answer the question. Were they bullied? That seems pretty obvious to me as the outsider looking in. And you've had a couple of businesses change their position. Well, this is what our our, our neighbors want, so we'll be in favor of it now. Am I supposed to yell at them? Am I supposed to, to, to scream at them? Am I supposed to say, how dare you? I don't live your life. I don't. What, what I know is, is that the argument for the blue line is the argument to take cars off the road because it is not about practicality. It is about ideology. If you tell me that a pedestrian has been hit, I won't say no. If you tell me that means that I can't drive down the road, I'll tell you you're wrong. And if it means a fight, okay. Nothing is 100% safe. I say to you here and now that I could end all traffic accidents, every single one in downtown Indianapolis. After 5 p.m. Monday through Sunday, by eliminating the use of vehicles after 5 p.m. Monday through Sunday, you cannot drive a car, you cannot operate a motor vehicle, Monday through Sunday after 5 p.m., and not until 7 a.m. in Indianapolis. I could end all traffic accidents. That's not practical nor rational. Yet there are some who are ideological who will say, let's do that. The ideological looked at the lack of cars on the roads during COVID and said, this is the way it should be. As a matter of fact, we should have one or two days a month where we don't allow cars on the road. Think of how much better the environment will be. Everything about their ideology is about you getting less, you having less, you doing without It's always about somehow you sacrificing a standard that creates a better society. Mobility creates a better society. It goes without saying. The red line, the blue line, the purple line, the idea of electric buses was nonsense from the beginning because they don't work. Not because I'm anti-mobility. I discuss tax credits. I discuss ways to utilize more services like, like Uber and, and, and find a way to make that work for people who need to travel. Nobody wants to be on a bus. It's a 20th century solution for a 21st century problem and the electric buses never worked because they didn't work in Albuquerque, New Mexico where it's just a wee bit warmer and the buses still didn't hold the charge in the winter. I was sorry to see the bullying um, and attacks that, that took, I, sh- I shouldn't use the word bullying. That's, that's how people phrase it. Uh, the absolute uh, attacks from elected officials, uh, Jesse Brown in, in Indianapolis. And uh, that the city county council isn't going to do anything about this is, is exactly where Indianapolis is. And as I said, hey I, guys, I, I, I gave my warnings. I told you what I think. You went another direction. This is what you've got now. This is your city now. What do you want me to do? Well, uh, on social media, some people have told me I should shut the blank up. I don't live here. I don't get a say. Um, I'll, I'll do what I want. I mean, you, you guys are already in, in the threat world. You've already put my, my home address out there. This is who you are. Well, this is who I am. A rational conversation about how things can be better. And a belief that people should have a right to speak and stand up without having a mob trying to destroy them. I wish these businesses well, and I hope that the blue line is paused and then eliminated because the push to end mobility is a valueless proposition that's going to hurt every American and is going to cost lives. My vote is no. The best thing that Republicans have going for them is that Democrats keep supporting Joe Biden. He wins the New Hampshire primary easily, and it's interesting because he was a write-in. Because of the fight Democrats have been having, they want South Carolina to be the first primary in the nation. Because, you know, New Hampshire's too white. True story. True story, that's that's who they are. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning, find everything at TonyKatz.com. That's who they are. Just maddening. They wrote in Biden, he got 66% of the vote. Dean Phillips got 16,000 votes. The Democrat congressman uh, from Minnesota who's running for president who has stated quite clearly that Democrats are delusional if you think Joe Biden's going to win. You're out of your mind crazy if you think that Joe Biden's going to win. Joe Biden is not okay. Joe Biden is a, uh, a, what's what's the word? Not an albatross, a liability. He's a liability. You want proof? Sure. I'll give you all the proof you can handle.
2: Harris-Biden administration. You have a problem figuring out what you Trump, and you ain't black. Got hairy legs. That turn that 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 that, that, that turn, uh, um, blonde in the sun. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the You know the you know the thing. Say what?
3: This was a rally in Virginia. Now, it was weird enough. Because Joe Biden got into a bit of very, very serious election denial. Now, you say to me, Tony, uh, he, did, he didn't get into a, uh, Yeah, Yes, he did. Yes, he most certainly did. This was Joe Biden speaking at that rally. His words, not mine. Hello, Virginia. And the real governor, Terry McAuliffe. Terry McAuliffe lost to Glenn Youngkin. He's not the real governor, unless, of course, you're engaging in election denialism, which, well, that's clearly what's happening here. He's the real governor? Glenn Youngkin sent out a post on X. I'm right here, Mr. President. Hey, how are you? Right over here. But that's not the story. The story is Republicans have great opportunity because this is who they are running against.
2: Donald Trump, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. I'm sorry. What did he just say? We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't Mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit.
3: You don't know what he said. I don't know what he said. The The screaming lemmings don't know what he said. Nobody knows what he said. It is a gift. It's a gift to the Republican Party. You really think the Democrats don't get that? This is why I am convinced they will change him out at the convention. And this is why it seems very, very obvious that Democrats would rather run against Trump than anybody else because they see Trump as the most beatable because they've been doing so much amongst the national set to beat him. I get where the supporter is. I get that he wins New Hampshire. There's a story, though, about New Hampshire I want to dig into because it looks like Trump underperformed and Haley overperformed. Well, Tony, that's because Democrats crossed over. Can we talk about this just for a moment? All I'm asking for is just a moment to discuss that because I have questions. And those questions start in just a few minutes. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning.
1: his victory tonight he earned it and I want to acknowledge that now you've all heard the chatter among the political class they're falling all over themselves saying this race is over well I have news for all of them New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the
3: nation. It's a good line. It's a good line, and she will continue in this race. She received 43% of the vote. Trump got 54.6. She got 43.2. So let's call the spread 11 Trump won by 11 points. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning, good to be with you. And Trump had plenty to say about Haley and about uh, the, the, the victory.
2: Hundreds of miles, because if there's a board laying on the ground, they say that's a renovation. They call it a renovation. If there's two nails laying from 50 years ago, they say, oh, that was a renovation. These are very dishonest people, and you're always fighting them. And just a little note to Nikki. She's not going (laughs) to win. But if she did, she would be under investigation by those people in 15 minutes. And I could tell you five reasons why already. Not big reasons. A little stuff that she doesn't want to talk about. But she will be under investigation within minutes. And so would Ron have been. But he decided to get out. He decided to get out. Now, Vivek, I don't think, would be at all because he's perfect, right?
3: Vivek Ramaswamy was standing right behind him. Um, Trump's speech was very attacking on Nikki Haley, which I argue is a a mistake. He should have said, we won. Thank you. We need unity. We need to all be together. We need to beat Joe Biden. We can do this together. Exactly what he did uh, post-Iowa. He didn't do post-New Hampshire. But I'm going to dig into more of that on Tony Katz today at noon. A lot of people have been telling me when I noticed that Haley overperformed her polling numbers because she did. She overperformed the polling numbers. The real clear politics average was 36 and a half. She comes in at 43.2. It's overperforming by seven points. I talked about when she underperformed in Iowa. Well, Tony, you don't understand. Democrats crossed over. Democrats, 70% of Nikki Haley voters, writes Breitbart, not registered Republicans. This according to a CNN exit poll. Now I want to walk through a mathematics. You see, Haley had these people cross over, so she's not really that popular. I want to understand the math you're doing. The math is is that the Democratic Party has been foaming at the mouth to get Trump back in this race because they think he's the easier beat than Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, based on all polling, would do a far better job of beating Joe Biden in a general election. So Democrats crossed over to give Haley the chance to be the nominee When she's a tougher person to beat in a general based on the polling than Donald Trump, who they have been telling you for the past two years is a dictator, a threat to democracy, and has to be stopped by all costs, literally calling out the lone wolves? I'm sorry, that doesn't make any sense to me. That argument is very odd. But if I am to say, look at all these people who crossed over... Are they crossing over because they know they can't vote for Joe Biden and they think Haley's a better option than Trump? If if that's a call to her getting the independence, well, that's a massive issue. Look, I think she gets the same result in South Carolina that she gets in New Hampshire. And I don't see where this takes her past Super Tuesday. Really, depending on South Carolina, I don't I don't know where that money is but I think the argument of these people crossed over is weird, like it's dismissive. I would argue that it's indicative of a much larger issue. And I don't think Trump helps the cause of unity when he doesn't go down that road. Nikki Haley started by congratulating the man. Trump is the clear consensus choice and he's going after the person who should be irrelevant? That doesn't make any sense either. Let you me know your thoughts on X. Of course, Tony at TonyKatz.com,
0: and we'll talk more at noon. Life is full of things to manage your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kisimta, ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kisimta and check out the details at Kisimta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
1: And the question is, who's going to fix it? With Donald Trump, Republicans have lost almost every competitive election. We lost the Senate, we lost the House, we lost the White House, we lost in 2018, we lost in 2020, and we lost in 2022. The worst kept secret in politics is how badly the Democrats want to run against Donald Trump.
3: Well, is that the case? Tony Katz at 93, WIBC, good morning, Nikki Haley. Not winning in New Hampshire. Donald Trump wins in New Hampshire. 54.6% of the vote. Nikki Haley, 432 She overperformed. Does that matter? Going into South Carolina in Super Tuesday. Mark Lauder will join us in a little bit. Scheduled to be with us from the American First Policy Institute. Spent time in the Trump administration. Spent time with then-Vice President Mike Pence as well, he uh, served as Director of Strategic Communications for Trump-Pence 2020. Uh, Fort Wayne guy, we will speak to him coming up in a little bit. That question about what Democrats are trying to do, what battles do they think, what battles do we think, what do we think of a general, remember, general elections matter, (laughs) They, they, they matter greatly, thank you very much. You got to win. Primary is one thing. You got to go win a general. We will get into that with Mark Lauder coming up. Hamas has rejected a two-month ceasefire in exchange for all the hostages. And yet the squad does not excoriate Hamas. Nothing from the uh, pro-genocide crowd in Indianapolis about saying, Hamas, it's a ceasefire. We have to stop the killing. Hamas wants hostages. Hamas wants people dead. Hamas wants to hurt. They want to torture. They want to set more babies on fire. They want to rape more women. That's Hamas. They just told you it. You didn't know it already? I mean, they took video and showed it to you so you knew what they were all about. Now they are rejecting a ceasefire. What happened to all those IU students screaming for ceasefire? Why aren't you mad at Hamas? Where'd you go? How about over there at Butler University? By the way, the college Republicans vindicated for noting uh, the the pro-genocidal thoughts of some of their fellow classmates. We're not going to excoriate Hamas? No statements from the college presidents anywhere across the country? Hamas is not willing to bring peace? Yeah, because terrorists don't do that. Terrorists don't do that. No, they want the permanent ceasefire and the IDF out of Gaza so they, of course, can continue attacks. That's their argument. Their argument is an argument of madness. It's Hamas or it's Israel. (laughs) So pick one. Pick one. Because they both can't exist. So, all right. You don't want to pick one? We'll let them fight it out. We will let them fight it out. It's totally fine. Let's talk 2024. Let's talk about the election. Let's talk about where Trump is going and how he gets there in a general with Mark Lauder. That is coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning.
0: Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kisimta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kisimta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
2: We had one hell of a night tonight. One other thing before the event comes. Do you see that, Paul? We're going to put it up. We have beaten Biden. You could almost say, who can't? Who the hell can't? <laughs> The man can't put two sentences together. He can't find the stairs off a stage. Who can't? But, Vivek, one minute or less. Go do it, Vivek. Well, we'll get to Vivek uh, 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 another time
3: right there. Donald Trump, victorious in New Hampshire like he was victorious in Iowa. The first non-incumbent to win both ever. That's a story. Tony Katz, great to be with you. The question is about that general election. And the question is, if Nikki Haley is an afterthought, why such an aggressive speech? And then, well, if again, it's all gonna be about the general What is the strategy there? Mark Lauder joins me uh, right now. He's the chief communications officer at AFPI, the America First Policy Institute, served as director of strategic communications for the Trump-Pence 2020 campaign team. A Hoosier, an Indiana guy, uh, spent much uh, of his uh, earlier career with then-Vice President Uh, Mike Pence, uh, before we get into the specifics of of a general election, to which there are questions, let's talk about this victory in New Hampshire and how we think, uh, did it play out the way Trump's team thought it would?
7: Hey, good morning, uh, Tony. Yeah, I I think it did. You know, when you look at that margin of victory, it was the largest margin of victory, even bigger than Ronald Reagan in 1980, bigger than George W. When he actually lost New Hampshire uh, to John McCain by large margins. So it was an overwhelming victory. I do not see a path forward uh, for Nikki Haley right now. I mean, she's not competing in Nevada. And then when you get to South Carolina, her home state, the real clear politics average has her losing by 30. I mean, how do you lose your home state by 30 points and hope to continue?
3: That argument is of course the same argument that was utilized on Marco Rubio and was the end of his uh, presidential uh, campaign. Uh, I think she's hoping for some changes in polling as the days go forward. But let's talk about this spread, the 11 point spread for Donald Trump over Nikki Haley. Trump uh, hit expectations, if we take a look at the Real Clear Politics average. Nikki Haley overperformed. Um, Trump's speech last night, Seemed instead of hey, let's get that unity thing. What he did after uh, y- defeating Haley and, and Ron DeSantis in Iowa, it was much more personal, much more uh, a- a- aggressive. Shouldn't the take be hey, unity? I'm clearly the guy. This is clearly happening. Let's go to work. Does the overperform by Nikki Haley create a problem for for Trump World?
7: I don't think so. When you look at when you look at the exit polling, when it was comes to Republican voters. You know, Nikki Haley got less than 25% of actual Republicans. She was relying on independents and Democrat-leaning independents uh, to try to bring her across the finish line, and well, that's not really going to be the case moving forward. So she you know, she is a very uphill battle if you can't pull more than 25% of registered Republicans in a Republican primary. And and I think this was really more of just kind of like putting your foot down. Uh, you know, when you have the lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, to say this game is over, let's end it right now.
3: Talking to Mark Lauder, Chief Communications Officer for the America First Policy Institute, America First dot com. That I, I've been discussing this exact thing uh, today, and it, it, it seems obvious that there are a tremendous number of uh, Democrats, progressives, we can call them both, or, or, or separate things, uh, that want uh, Trump. They've been gearing up for this, engaging this idea of Trump as dictator, engaging this idea uh, of Trump as a threat to democracy, which I consider all disgusting and despicable things to do. Uh, it's as if they want uh, the country in, in this level of, of frenzy, but there are those who feel that this is the easier lift, the easier beat. And while President Trump talks about, look at the polling, it shows that I beat Biden head to head. The polling shows that Haley does even a better job in in the head to head. So when you see these independents cross over, does that create issue for thinking that independents want somebody other than Trump? And does that lead to an issue gathering the voters together in a general election, which is far different than a primary?
7: Well, I think the problem the problem for Joe Biden is that he is, uh, you know, he's so unpopular on all the issues. Uh, When you look, you know, go through the real clear politics average on issues, his disapproval 60, 70 percent on every major issue that matters to the American people. And so when it gets to be, you know, a a true head to head general election matchup, that's what he's going to struggle with. You know, in the in, in a Republican primary, you know, obviously the issue set is just a little bit different. And, you know, the fact that that Nikki can't pull the Republican primary voter, but she wants to be the nominee of the Republican Party. That's the challenge she faces.
3: I asked about Trump. I didn't ask about Biden, but I loved how you turned that right there. You're a pro, Mark Lauder. The <laughs> issue for Trump in gather in garnering the independent in a general is that seen as an issue? And does the Trump team have a philosophy to how to overcome that?
7: Well, yeah, that, that's it. actually that's an even easier answer, because the one thing we didn't have in 2020 that Joe Biden didn't have a record. Uh, you're not going to you're not going to you know, tag him with the uh, the issues that were created under uh, Barack Obama. You obviously aren't going to go back to his record in the fifth, you know, in the, in the Senate over the last 50 years. Well, he has a record now and it's a record that the people don't like. And so it's an easy contrast. You know, if you go back to that age-old question from Ronald Reagan, are you better off now than you were four years ago? The answer is no. People don't like immigration. They don't like the economy. They don't like inflation. And so it's an easy contrast that I think even a lot of independent, moderate voters are going to go, you know, maybe I don't love his all of his tweets, but I do like $2 a, gas, a gallon gas, and that's what I'm going to vote for.
3: Uh, y- you would want that. You would, you would believe that. Again, I'll say to you, we're not getting to the answer to my question about independents who have been told for the last three years from this horrific press corps that the man is a threat to democracy and overcoming that. What I will agree with you on wholeheartedly, Mark, talking to Mark Lauder, Chief Communications Officer for the American First Policy Institute, is that Biden has issues. Those issues deal with the economy. Those issues deal with the southern border. Those issues are now uh, about Israel and then, of course, the fact that, you know, as, as President Trump said, he can't string two sentences together. Nikki Haley is trying to make the claim that both Trump and Biden are, are are too old. It is people on CNN who have noticed, or not CNN, but, but people on the left who have noticed, hey, they may both be old, but Trump seems much more with it than Joe Biden. If you are the Trump team, are you capitalizing on the idea that Joe Biden isn't okay? Or are you going to capitalize on the subject matter rather than the man that just is self-apparent?
7: Yeah, I think you do both. And the good thing is, though, is that, if you just let his own performance his own verbal missteps his physical appearance speak for itself many people are making that conclusion on their own and you can stoke it a little bit and he'll help you do it but i think ultimately it's going to come down to policies because obviously i think if we had better policy results if people weren't worried about the economy and immigration they really wouldn't care about his age they would take his fumbles and his bumbles, and I mean, he's long had been full of gaffes and missteps throughout his entire career, uh, so that's nothing new. Uh, but I think ultimately, it's those policy results that people don't like, then they add on the other factors after that.
3: Is the Trump team going to continue to focus on Nikki Haley or act like she's not even there? Go take Nevada where she really isn't campaigning now that you bring that up. And then, and then South Carolina where she's in a, a deficit and just act like this is theirs and focus that way. Or is it going to be a continued hit on Haley uh, all the way through?
7: Well, I think you'll see, you know, again, we've got a month to go until, new, uh, until the South Carolina primary. If she truly stays in, and I'm not convinced that she will stay in that entire four weeks, she might give this thing a run for a week or so and then see the numbers aren't moving and be gone. Uh, He'll put his foot down in South Carolina to end it right here, right now, Uh, um, you know, a month from now, if she waits. But he'll also be talking about Joe Biden. So I think he'll do both at the same time. But there's no way he's going to overlook uh, South Carolina. He's going to want to end this thing right now, not even take it to Super Tuesday, because, again, that's a lot of money, a lot of advertising that you could be saving uh, for Joe Biden rather than having to try to secure up the nomination.
3: I think that pressure point is going to be a very interesting one to see how Nikki Haley responds to it. Mark Lauder from the America First Policy Institute Chief Communications Officer. Mark, always a pleasure, man. Good to hear
0: your voice. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kisimta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about KisimTA. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. 46
3: degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. At the time is 836.
7: How bad is it? Don't no sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time
3: to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning, Good to be with you, Philip, on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC. The Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays, 9 a.m., WIBC and WIBC.com. Dow futures up 159, NASDAQ futures up 153. And I was explaining uh, to some people yesterday about this deal between Netflix and uh, WWE where uh, Raw, one of the big... uh, ongoing wrestling events, is going to be live-streamed to Netflix. It's a 10-year deal worth $5 billion. And they're like, how much money does Netflix have that they can do this? And sure enough, today's headline, Netflix shares top pop 10% because Netflix added 13.1% million subscribers, they have 260 million paid subscribers at Netflix. You wanna know how important it is to be first to market? This is how important. They did 8.83 billion in revenue compared to an expected 8.72. 260 million members versus 256. Now, I don't remember what I pay for Netflix. What do you pay for Netflix? Is it is it is it fifteen dollars a month? You know what? Let's just let's just for the sake of, of argument, call it ten dollars a month. If I've got two hundred sixty million dollars, right? I got two hundred or two hundred sixty million subscribers, and I multiply that just by ten, uh, that's two point six billion a month. Just making sure I know how to do the math, and that's at ten dollars. And they charge more than ten dollars. So, I, just, I I say this as a reminder that we're all in the wrong business. I can't believe we screwed Radio? I am a schmuck. Holy cow. What was I? I could have been a contender. This is ridiculous. This is nutty. Matt Bear, you got into traffic?
6: Traffic? You... What what were you possibly thinking? Yeah, I like my gig, man. Oh, okay. Well, that's good.
3: As long as you <laughs> as long as you like your like your gig. I'm having fun, you know. So, uh, by the way, everybody is very glad that you're back. You were off for a, a couple of days. People don't like it.
6: They openly weep. I don't think that's true, but it's uh, science. I, I, it was really nice to be. You know how cool it is since you brought this up. I, I mean, I get to go back to a job I love to do and, and work with people that I care about personally. I mean, you don't have that. It's not common. It's, it's right. Doesn't happen all the time. So I'm I'm very blessed for that. I'm very grateful. It's, it's well, good. It's, it's awesome. You should be. These people love you. They
3: adore you. If they could, they would cuddle with you at night. I, I would cuddle with them at night. I mean, they're not interested in anything long-term. Don't be ridiculous. You've got issues. But, you know, a little <laughs> a little every now and again. I make a great pillow. A little, pillow. you know, late-night uh, Matt Bear uh, a cuddle booty call. there. <laughs> Is it a cuddle call or a booty call? That, that might change the participants. Uh, honestly, um, one can become the other. And sure. sometimes it's great and sometimes it's sad. <laughs> Because when a booty call becomes a cuddle call, you really misread the whole situation.
6: Uh, yeah, the, the, there's a little egg on your face if you know what I mean, you know. Right. Some right.
3: If I know what you mean, I don't think there's. <laughs> I don't. Think there's another way to say that.
6: <laughs> In case you were wondering. No, you don't want to get those things mixed up. You want to make sure that you're, you're either cuddling or not. <laughs> right. You want there right. needs to be
3: definition. I mean, you need to you need to be able to manage your expectations. I believe you. that's
6: what I'm looking for.
3: Is 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 what you're saying? And as we spoke about earlier, uh, the the World Economic Forum, where the elitists want to tell you uh, what to do uh, and how to live and why you're such a terrible person, Uh, they've now decided that coffee is causing climate
4: change. Basically, the coffee that we all drink um, emits between 15 and 20 ton of CO2 per ton of coffee. So we should all know that this is, every time we drink coffee, we are basically putting CO2 into the atmosphere. Um, the other, and one of the reasons is because most of the coffee plantation, or most of the coffee is produced through monoculture, and, um, and, and monoculture is also affected by climate change. Um, the quality of these nature assets is uh, deteriorating quite rapidly.
3: I can't stand these people. Just like they tried uh, to bring us Meatless Monday.
5: Cooking steak. Wouldn't it be great?
3: They don't want us eating meat. They don't want us a drinking coffee. These people are terrible. So I, I will let you know right now that coffeeforindy.com has been secured, Matt Bear. Coffee for Indy, both FOR and the number four. And uh, uh, to, my, uh, to my technologist, David, um, uh, we, we have a website to build. And sponsorships will be available. We are going to highlight coffee every single week in Indianapolis and in central Indiana, just like we highlight restaurants for Meatless Monday. To hell with these people who want to dominate and control our lives. It's nutty. The sponsorships will be available, but the listings, I think, will be free. I think they should be. You know what? They will be. Forget these people. These people, these elitists, they everything you do is the problem, and they fly on private jets. This is a Swiss banker, Hubert Keller, who just lost out by just an inch from being the bad guy in Die Hard. Alan Rickman just beat him up by that much. This guy's dream is to be a Bond villain. Doesn't want you drinking coffee. I don't want him running his mouth. But I don't know if I'm going to get my wish. So I'm going to support coffee. Not Starbucks. Coffee. So this is coming. This is happening. Sponsorships now available. We're going to talk about a coffee place every week. These terrible, terrible, bigot freak Ideologue lunatics, but that's enough uh, about some members of the Indianapolis City County Council. They have to be stymied. They have to be pushed back against by rational, normal, reasonable people who just want a cup of coffee in the morning. Like, Like I do. Like you do. We have found something that Democrats and Republicans and liberals and conservatives and independents and gay and straight and Christian, Jewish, and Muslim uh, can agree on. Okay, maybe not the Mormons, but they're at least not angry with us. We should do this. So uh, I raise a cup of coffee to you. I tell you that we're going to support coffee in Indianapolis. We're going to tell the World Economic Forum uh, to to kiss our Hoosier butts. And that's the way it's going to go. That's it. I'm glad we had this talk. Matt Bear has got traffic on the fives. A coffee aficionado, we might even bring back bring back uh, Matt Bear's uh, breakfast blend, uh, the joy the joy ride and the road rage. We that that may come back.
6: I'm trying so hard to find out how you can mix coffee with CBD oil. I and I haven't figured it out yet, but that's 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 gonna be big. It's gonna be huge. Nor- yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. Taking it in a different direction. No, it- is Matt Bear. With his higher grounds. he <laughs> was just, it, I was thinking about that the entire time you were talking about this. Like, what if we put CBD? Anyways, eastbound 72, northbound 6570. That's an overturned semi-trailer of yogurt. It's been there since 2 in the morning. It's on the ramp to northbound 6570 like you're heading to Washington Street. It's just created this monster delay stopped all the way back to Holt Road. My delay time, my numbers right now are at 36 minutes to make it through that whole thing. Northbound 65, stop and go traffic after Keystone Avenue to Raymond Street. Eastside, northbound 465, crash at east of 56th Street. It's on the right shoulder, slowing traffic back to Washington Street. Northbound 465 northwest. Side stop traffic, 79th up to 865, crash reported in the area. Traffic sponsored by Indy Decorative Concrete. Imagine the possibilities of getting the backyard of your dreams. Expand your living space with an Indy Decorative Concrete patio. Indy Decorative Concrete, the patio, experts big enough to service, small enough to care. I'm Matt Bear with traffic on the fives. Follow us at WIBC traffic.
3: 46 degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 846.
5: I spoke to this last week uh, a little bit, too. He said, you know, he he called out, he said to House Republicans, do you really want to actually fix this problem? Do you really actually want to um, do the work that's needed? to deal with the issue that we're seeing at the border? Do you really want to fix this immigration system? I'm adding on to what the President said, but that's a question for House Republicans. I think we have proven, Republicans in the Senate and Democrats in the Senate, have proven that we actually want to work on this issue, uh, on this broken system, and so, Look, if they aren't real about this, if they want to fix this problem, then they would get involved. They would get involved. But they haven't, right? You heard me say back at the end of uh, last year, they left in the middle of December while negotiations were happening with Republicans in the Senate and the Democrats in the Senate. So, you know, this is a real problem. This is an issue that uh, Americans care about, and they want to see it done in a bipartisan way. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying. To, I don't know why House Republicans continue to get in the
3: way. That is a wonderful bit of spin. That is a wonderful bit of spin from Corinne Jean-Pierre regarding the White House and the border. Three years of doing nothing except making the situation work worse, refusing to show up. Your border czar Kamala Harris is just straight up hilarious. (laughs) When she's not engaged in the full word salad insanities that we've all come to know and love. And then, as the election comes close, all of a sudden, you're saying, we're doing so much, but these... These, uh, these Republicans just are intransigent, and they won't, get, they won't help. It's nutty. You know, you know you're lying. You don't even care. Man, I, I just want a new president so I don't have to see her again. She makes you miss Jen Psaki. That is saying a tremendous amount. We're going to further break down what we saw out of New Hampshire, Trump winning the New Hampshire primary by double digits, 54.7% of the vote with 92% in now. Haley with 43.1%. That is an 11.6% spread. Now, that is a Nikki Haley overperforming. That is not necessarily Trump underperforming. Based on the Real Clear Politics average, but the last three polls put him at over sixty percent. None of that made sense compared to what we're seeing. So what's next? Haley has to get out of this race. There's no path forward. Un- uh, overperforming the polling might actually convince people to write another check. He- she's got to get out of the race because we need unity. You heard Mark Lauder from the American First Policy Institute. We need to put that money against fighting Joe Biden. Well, if that's the case, why is Trump taking his victory speech to attack Nikki Haley? Shouldn't he be talking about Joe Biden? Looking ahead, he clearly has this thing wrapped up. Are we going to say, well, Haley didn't get out of the race and we needed that money and that's why we lost to Biden in 24... This isn't the setup of of, of creating a rationale for losing because that dog won't hunt. Because Biden is imminently beatable and that's of course why he won't be the nominee. We will break all of this down on Tony Katz today at noon. That is part of the plan, oh, don't get me wrong. I got I got a lot of other stories uh to get to including the mandatory DEI training for Wisconsin law students. Yeah. Yeah. We're 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 not safe people. We'll get into it